This episode is brought to you in part by Candorel. Coming soon, a luxury master-planned condominium community rising at the corner of Bathurst and St. Clair. Situated directly on the subway and streetcar line, a monument of architecture and interior design, a timeless expression of glamour and grace. Forêt Forest Hill. Register today at live at forêt.ca. That's live at f-o-r-e-t dot c-a. That's what it sounded like exactly a year ago in June of 2021 when El Al resumed flying out of Toronto's Pearson International Airport with direct flights to Tel Aviv. There hadn't been any flights between the two countries on El Al for over 16 months because of COVID restrictions, which had kept travelers grounded and forced the layoffs of most of the 20 Toronto-based employees. And although you've seen reports of how busy things have been at Ben-Gurion Airport in recent weeks, with travelers flocking back to Israel en masse, El Al now confirms it won't be servicing Canada directly anymore, after half a century in this country. Toronto's office is being closed, and flights are stopping indefinitely. El Al has been a big part of the Canadian Jewish landscape. The first flight to Toronto was in 1986, and service to Montreal started even before that in 1971, although they ended a long time ago. There's been no official announcement from head office in Israel. In fact, they left it up to the local Canadian manager, Dina Kuttner, to inform travel agents and to inform the Jewish community. I'm not exaggerating when I say she sounded like somebody had died when she returned our call. And from Jewish leaders to travel agents, the reaction's been the same. Many people are stunned and shocked and even sad. But now there's a growing effort to rally against the decision and to get El Al's owners to change their minds. You know, because El Al is safety, El Al is Hebrew, El Al is security, El Al is our flag in, uh, in the international airport. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, June the 23rd, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Some observers think El Al's new majority owner, the American-Israeli businessman Ken Rosenberg and his son, want to concentrate efforts on American roots now, even though 100,000 Canadians used El Al to visit Israel in the year before the pandemic. El Al's closing its New York offices, too, and moving its U.S. headquarters to Margate, Florida, into a building the Rosenbergs already owned there, about an hour north of the Fort Lauderdale airport. Others blame the decision to leave Canada on the high fees LL has to pay to use Terminal 3 at Pearson Airport. And still others, including Dina Kuttner, say travel still hadn't picked up enough after COVID, but it was getting there, especially ahead of next summer's Israel's 75th anniversary. We've reached out to the owner and the CEO, but they hadn't responded by our deadline. Meantime, joining us now is Asaf Halperin. He's a Toronto businessman who's launched a petition protesting the closure. You launched a petition uh, on change.org about the future of El Al's service in Canada. Tell us how this all started. How did you find out? So how I found out is just uh, through a very close friend uh, in Israel. Uh, Apparently I found out before it was even told to the uh, people who work for El Al. Um, so I didn't say anything, you know, I wanted to wait to see if it's, uh, it was true because, you know, like a lot of other people, I was skeptical because what are the chances that's going to happen, right? 
And then I got a call from a friend of mine who told me, you know, we, we got noticed today. Um, everyone is shocked. Um, it just came as a, as a big surprise. We have to make a change. We have to try and change it. And uh, even though I don't know that we can do it because, you know, when, when a company signs a release from the airport, it's not something that you can undo easily. But I said, listen, you know, maybe if we make enough waves and sound, maybe someone will look at us seriously and say, listen, you know, maybe we made a mistake. You know, we need to reconsider that. So, you know, I started uh, a petition to get to as many people as, as I can to see if we can make some sort of, uh, of a change. And uh, that's how it uh, started. You know, if, if you look at the, uh, at the petition, there's, there's a lot of positive uh, feedback. Um, and, and hopefully we can take it to the next step and maybe, you know, perhaps uh, go to the owner of uh, Elal and say, you know, what's happening here? So, I mean, let's talk about personally your own experiences with LL since you okay. were little and, and how do you and your family use it that you Perfect. know of. Yeah, so, I, I can, you know, to be honest, I can't tell you that I always fly LL. So, you know, I was in Israel about two months ago. I flown Air Canada. I'm going to Israel again this July. I'm flying LL. So it, it's, it's not that I'm adamant about flying LL, but it's, it's, it's very important to me that LL is still part of our community. What have you heard about the reasons? Okay, so what I've heard from, from employees is that El Hal has a shortage of plans. I think they're down two plans. What I also heard is uh, that there's always issues with pilots. I don't know that that's the truth. Um, I, I, as, as far as I know, uh, the Toronto line is very profitable. So I don't think it's because of the... Uh, plan. I think what they did is, from what I understood, is they opened a new line out of Boston and Atlanta. Uh, and I think they had to make a decision which line we have to cut out right now. And because it's, you know, it took a while because it, it's not easy to go into an airport and say, you know, I'm Alal, I'm here, I want to fly out of here. It's quite a process. Um, I think that even though Toronto may be, I'm not sure, but may be more profitable than Boston, they, they're, not, they're not just going to go and close Boston right now after they open. So, you know, I, I don't know that we're ever going to know the truth, you know, the truth why they stopped flying out of here. But, you know, on the surface, the problem is with planes. Okay. So uh, in terms of, you know, your own experience with LL, uh, people are saying, you said safety, you said security. It's not, sec it's not a secret that LL has uh, the best security in the world, right? LL trains people in Israel, they bring them over here, and then they send them to training again. So, you know, maybe I'm paranoid, I don't know, you know, but I think the most secure airline uh, uh, for me, okay, is, is LL. Um, uh, they take uh, extra measurements. Um, I mean, but it's, it's a well-known fact, right? And, 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 and listen, we're not going into a safer world for Jews, you know? At the end of the day, you know, it's, it's getting, you know, less and less uh, uh, safety or safe for, for Jews to live uh, abroad. So, you know, giving up this aspect for me, I don't know, it makes me a bit more scared because I don't know what kind of measurements, uh, you know, Air Canada is going to take now that it's El Al is not here. Or what kind of measurements other uh, airlines that are going to take over the El Al uh, uh, line are going to take. So from a security perspective, yeah, I got to tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a bit scary for me. And then if you read some of the uh, comments, you'll see I'm not the only one.
So have you had any uh, communications with El Al about this petition? Like, do they know that it's going on? Have you told no, them? No, no, I don't. Them? I don't. I don't have any. Listen, I know a lot of people work in El Al. Um, I didn't contact anyone uh, in particular. Um, you know, the only person that I would like to speak to is actually the owner of El Al or whoever manages. Uh, uh, you know, the uh, North American market to see, you know, what went through your head when you just made a decision like that to cut us out and why in the summer? Like, why, you know, why not decide to do it, uh, you know, uh, in the winter? You know, so what's, what's like, really, what's, what's the shot? What's the logic behind, you know, stopping uh, uh, this line? Just, it just doesn't make sense. So, no, I haven't got to it. Um, I didn't even know that, you know, uh, I'm going to get so many uh, people interested in that. You know, I'm getting people calling me all the time. They want to sit down with me. I just I, I wasn't prepared for that. I just wanted to speak to the community out there and see, you know, maybe someone knows someone who can help me make a change. So I didn't sit and talk to anyone. But maybe now someone will take us serious and uh, is going to contact us. Okay. And as far as, uh, you know, what this loss would be to the community... Listen, it's 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 a big loss. I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking about myself as a as a Zionist. You know, I mean, I'm uh, an Israeli. You know, born in Israel, moved here at 16, raised my kids to uh, to to love Israel. My son just made an Aliyah. Uh, he's gonna go into the army. You know, Kacholavan. I mean, we're we're gonna lose the Kacholavan. You know, blue and white symbol. It's like going to Costco and not finding uh, uh, um, fruits from Israel anymore. You know, so so I know that if I fly Elal, you know, I may pay a bit, you know, a bit more for flying Elal. By the end of the day, I'm supporting my country. You know, I'm I'm supporting the uh, the Israeli flag. So it's a uh, it's it's a big loss. It's a very big loss, I think, to the uh, Jewish community. Have you ever had any bad experiences Never. on LL? Because, you know, some people say, well, you can't sit beside a woman. And then there's the religious aspect. There's that whole broigus that goes on, right? Have you ever had any experience? Like, or they're, they're rude. So the, the truth is, not only that I've never had a bad experience, I had an incredible experience on one of my flights, one of my flights to, uh, to Israel when I suffered from a migraine. I'm sorry to tell you, but I threw up the entire plane. I got bumped up to a business class. Um, I was taken care of like royalty. Um, I, I got nothing bad to say about the uh, El Al, nothing bad to say about the people who work for El Al. Always had best experience. I love uh, uh, airplane food. I think they have the best food out there. Let me tell you, they have the best entertainment. You go on Air Canada, Air Canada movies, for example, they're horrible. El Al has all, you know, the newest technology out there. So I, I, I just, I, I'm not one of those people who complain, you know, that have uh, people who pray in the back because, you know, I'm, I'm a Masorti, you know, so I, I love uh, seeing people putting feeling on. It makes me happy. It makes me feel I'm part of the community, not just, you know, uh, on land, I'm part of the community up in the air. So what happens next? Uh, you're going to keep this petition up for how long? Uh, it's a very good question. I mean, uh, I'd like to have as many uh, signatures as I can. You know, I'd like to have ha hundreds of thousands of uh, signatures. Why not? There are hundreds of thousands of Jews uh, around, uh, around uh, Canada. So, Although the LL website yesterday was showing that you could still buy tickets from Toronto all the way through to December, service to Canada ends on October the 27th. Elal says they'll accommodate customers by routing them through New York or Boston or through Europe, or they can just fly directly to Israel on Air Canada, which now has a monopoly. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. 
integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Rabbi Jordan Shainer in Toronto. He really liked our story about the Ottawa COVID B'nai Mitzvah teen party and we'll end the episode with more reaction to the LL News. This is from Israel's consulate in Toronto, because even the Israeli diplomat in charge of promoting Israel's tourism here in Canada, Galhana, was surprised by LL's decision. So we've been in touch uh, in the last few weeks with uh, the Toronto office of El Al, and we were advised that there are, um, there are thoughts about uh, reduction of the staff and office, but uh, the flights wasn't on the table as far as we knew. Um, when we understood that the, the route is, is being compromised, we reached out to the New York office and tried to advocate against it. We truly believe that the... And the route was very successful in 2019, and there is no reason why it won't be in 2022 and for sure 2023, the 75th year. And, and we see the booking trends to Israel is already picking up. 